It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's Rio. Love that I feel. Oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Good morning and welcome in Aotearoa. This is SEN, Izzy and Kepi for breakfast. Ricardo Ball with you as well. We've just gone five past six and uh, Kempi, good morning to you, bro. A big, big, big show. Full show coming up. Oh, yeah. Morena, morena, Rick Dog here. Uh, mate, it's a big week and, you know, with Origin around the corner and all that's going on there. Jake Trebojevic ruled out for the whole series yesterday. Uh, this Campbell Graham story just gets keeps getting bigger. You know, pulled out of the, the uh, New South Wales team, but is available for the South Sydney team this mm. weekend. Um, is really interesting. And, of course, lots of people talking about the ins and outs of why uh, they've made all these selections and around this Origin um, series kicking off next Wednesday night. Mate, big weekend. I uh, went down to the Warriors media session yesterday with uh, Lokes. Got yourself on telly? Got, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I was out of the picture, but I uh, got a few text messages last night. Kez, you got a few too, didn't you? 
<laughs> Captain K in the, in the, in the cave. Just paint the picture of what our uncle got up to yesterday. I was bombarded with messages from every media outlet you can think of going, this Kempi you've got, he's special, isn't he? So yeah, I think it was, it was Adam Flanagan Blake who was who was fronting the media yesterday. And yep. so uh, that everyone had their cameras and their stand-up mics. So everyone was probably about 10 metres back, Rick, from, uh, from Adam. In everyone's uh, camera shot, there's these big old boulder shoulders and this big old Tony Kempi head. Tony, mate, you were standing right in front of him and, and everyone was asking you to move, weren't they? But nah, our Tony Kemp, he's, uh, he's built big. He doesn't move one bit at all. So <laughs> I was couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't move. They couldn't move me. Well, and I didn't have a stand, you know, like to put the mic on. Mm. So I had to hold it up nice and close. And I did ask if I was out of the shot. I didn't mean to. Uh, getting everyone shot, but it was a really interesting media session. Actually, the the scrum and and players I t- talked to got to talk to Andrew Webster, um, obviously Adam Fenua Blake, uh, Tohu Harris, which is the first time I had a chat with him. I, you know, I didn't realise how big Tohu was. So standing there, maybe be six foot two. He's quite thick, um, thick built. I did uh, see him in the junior Kiwis back in two thousand and ten, which is a which is a while ago. Mm. Um, but man, he's fooled out. He's a he's a big man now. But mate, they're all excited about going down to Hawke's Bay, uh, Rick, this weekend. And obviously, with all the the um, the floods and the trauma that's been um, down there over the well a number of weeks now, a lot of talk was about that yesterday and uh, putting a smile back on people's faces down there. Yeah, which is 100% what it's all about, you know, getting down there and doing that. We've seen it. A lot of sporting codes getting behind it. I mean, we had Marty Burke on on Monday while you were away, who's the Canterbury NPC coach, and he's a Hawks Bay boy originally, and they're doing a big drive down there, boots for the Bay as well. Yeah. Um, I managed to, get Izzy, managed to get Izzy to empty his closet, all yeah. those boots he's never going to use again, and drop them off down there. So, uh, so that was good. And speaking of Izzy... Had his op yesterday, but he's checked in with us. Uh, all went well, and we might even hear from him today. Yeah, well, he's. Uh, I spoke to him last night. He was still a little bit groggy, and uh, the block that they put in where he didn't feel his leg, he didn't know how much pain he was actually in. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want to ask him. Like, has the block worn off? And uh, what's the pain feel like? Because, you know, it's a pretty serious operation. But, man, he was in good spirits. He was up. He, uh, he, well, he's been up all night, and he cares. You know, he's talking to us, saying he can't sleep. Can we do this? Can we do that? Um, yep, the skippy's sitting there, even though we're sitting in here, still thinking about the show. So uh, we've got a big show today. He, he'll come in at some stage, hopefully, and, and talk to a couple of, uh, I guess, a couple of guests, but also talk to us and give us an update on how that, how that leg's looking. It does look straight. It's I saw the picture. It does look straight. It doesn't look knock-knee anymore. So uh, well done to the surgeon for straightening up old Izzy Dag's leg because it was pretty bent. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't looking good. But uh, coming up on the show today, Kempi? Yeah, look, we got Sean Stevenson. I'm look, really looking forward to this chat. Uh, he's up for All Blacks this year, I reckon, and, and if not, could possibly um, switch codes as an option. So uh, we, won't be, we won't be hitting him up too hard about that, but it's about his season this year. I'm looking forward to having a chat to him. So he's coming out at 7 o'clock. We've got James McKinnon coming down from Alex Parker. Remember, you can dial in 0800 150 811 anytime today to go into the draw for that wonderful package from Alex Park. $1,200 uh, in total where you can take some mates along to Alex Park and watch the harness racing. Victor Vito. Coming out, uh, La Rochelle again won the competition over there, the European Cup. So we're talking to Victor, good mate at Izzy's. Izzy will probably be joining us for that. And the big news to come out yesterday was uh, this, de- uh, this deal with Entain uh, and the TAB. And 
and what that actually means to racing in New Zealand. So Bruce Sherrick, very good mate of mine, uh, actually my best mate, he's joining us, the CEO from New Zealand Racing, to talk about what that deal with Entane means. Of course, Paulie Mawadi will be catching up with the party, uh, talking to Smithy later on, off the back fence, loads more Rick Dog, and yeah, just having some fun on a on a Wednesday. Don't forget, you can tune in this afternoon between 3 and 4 too, because that's when running it straight with uh, with Sammy Hewitt is on, and we've got a big one today. Joey Johns is joining us this afternoon. Ooh, excellent, mate. Rolling out the big guns, rolling out the big guns. Uh, yeah, now, th- this, this deal with Entain, a lot of news about this, a lot of talk about it. It's been telegraphed. We know it's been coming for a while. But, you know, realistically, what does it mean for, um, for the codes, and what does it mean for punters? Well, it means a lot, you know. Like, I guess the main thing is the injection of cash. It's a seven. It's about one hundred and seventy million for twenty three, twenty four. Um, that's a that's a probably a thirty six percent increase on the current financial year, and then it just ke- keeps continually getting ramped up by five million uh, up until its two hundred million dollar injection, which is sixty percent more in twenty seven, twenty eight. So the main thing is that the dollars are coming into the game, which which means a lot for the industry. It means uh, raising stakes. It means you know. They can do a, a lot more with infrastructure. Um, and, of course, McNulty, that, the, the racing minister, Kieran, S- yeah. Kieran McNulty, said yesterday that one of the, one of the big um, positives that he saw and before the deal was signed was making sure that everyone was secure in their jobs there. So, you know, although we'll be soaking up the TAB, and we'll talk to Bruce more about this, uh, the 200-odd the um, people that are employed by the TAB have, have been secured, their jobs have been secured for the next couple of years while transitions happen. So there's a lot to go, under a lot of water to go under the bridge. But now to get this through before, I guess, the the um, the elections at the end of the year is a big, mm-hmm. big coup for uh, New Zealand racing. And I'm actually looking forward to talking to Bruce about it because, you know, they're, they're pieces to a jigsaw puzzle in, in racing at the moment. There's lots going on behind the scenes, like trying to bring racing together and, and moving together, and this is one big piece of that puzzle. So uh, Bruce will join us after 8 o'clock uh, to, to talk a little bit about that and just let us know you know, what his thoughts are being in the hot seat now for, oh, geez, it'll be nearly a year, I think he's been in that. So some, some made, made some big changes already. Yeah, yeah doing, uh, doing some good work there. We'll get more on that. And actually, uh, if you want to check it out, uh, make sure you listen in on Saturday because Louis Herman Watt is hosting a show called The Deal. And it's basically just an hour of talking about the deal and what it means and talking to all sorts of different people, including, I think, Kieran McAnulty is going to be on as well. So uh, look, look out for that on Saturday. Uh, Louis will be hosting that, which will be uh, be absolutely massive. Now, a few other things that have uh, that have come to light yesterday. Uh, Izzy managed to um, curse his Lakers. Uh, they got swept <laughs> on four. He, they were leading when he turned the tally off. So it's all on Izzy, isn't it? He turned the TV off, the Lakers lost. I don't know whether you saw that, Kez. Did you see that? He's he's turned on his social, so he's come out of uh, you know the theatre. He's you know, had the had the big op, and the Lakers are playing, and they're actually winning. I think they're winning by 16 points, and he's turned the tally on. And then he's on the social, he goes, I'm cursed. He's, he's going, I'm just, I'm bad luck. Like, what happened? And they end up getting... They lose their game, so um, yeah. Look, as Lakers, I guess the the question is because LeBron James has come out after that game and said, you know, that's probably me. Whether or not that's the truth, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? Because I mean, he was asked about it, and I've actually got uh, the conversation here because it was. Um, this is the this is the story. It was on ESPN, and they've got some of the press conference in here. Um, 
James was asked, uh, he said, going forward with the game of basketball, we've got a lot to think about. Following the news conference, ESPN asked James to elaborate on that statement. He said, when you say you've got a lot to think about, uh, what thread should we be pulling on that? And he said, if I want to continue to play. And they said, well, as an next year, and he said, yeah. And they asked, would you walk away? And he said, I've got to think about it. Yeah. Well, and, and Kez, he, you, know, you talked about it yesterday. They're doing that Netflix um, program on them at the moment, aren't they, putting that together? So is this another, uh, I guess, what would you call that, another episode in the in the, um, in the James, LeBron James Netflix movie? Yeah, so it was originally the, um, the creator of the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance. He started filming uh, LeBron during this playoff series and it was when they got to 3-0 that I sort of thought, okay, nah, there, there's no chance that LeBron's going to go through, do this, that, the impossible. He is arguably one of the greatest of all time, but at 38, with an injured foot, with an unreliable team, you knew it sort of wasn't going to happen. It doesn't necessarily shock me that he is thinking about calling it quits, but I don't think that he will do it this season. I think because he's always he's made it clear that he does want to play with his son Bronny James, who who was just committed to uh, USC um, with Dennis Rodman's son as well. Funnily enough, so he will be playing in college, um, hopefully just for the one year. Usually that's what we see with NBA prospects—a little one and done. Then into the NBA, LeBron's contract expires. That's the plan. He's going to jump in with Bronny. So whatever next season looks like, it's going to be a lot different but I think it's going to be more of a, a staple year for LeBron just sort of a, a more of a transition year let the body get right and and, and get ready for Bronny to, to jump back in How much does LeBron James want to be Michael Jordan? So bad He, he so does bad. Space Jam 2 after Jordan did Space Jam 1 now he's got the same director who did the last dance doing his docker Does he Man. buy the Nuggets? Does he buy the Nuggets? Why do you, why do you reckon he'd buy no, the Nuggets? Just, just so that he's, he, you know, he's probably feeling pretty disappointed that the Nuggies got him. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael owns a team. Michael so owns the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, wouldn't put it past him. Uh, yeah. But I think, yeah, LeBron's always had some weird obsession with, with Michael Jordan and, and needing to chase that down. And we were talking about it off air, Rick. I think the rings discussion is the one that's going to get. LeBron the most when it when it comes time to, to hang it up. He must have thought with the documentary here, this year will be number five and then let's try when Bronny gets into the league to make that six, tie Jordan and, and hopefully put an end to the conversation. But I just don't think we'll ever hear an end to that to that GOAT debate. No, I don't, I don't think so either. In fact, I mean, LeBron James himself said, uh, not sorry, LeBron James, Michael Jordan said, if anybody should be considered the GOAT, it should be Larry Bird. So there you go. You threw another name in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, well, well Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, and actually, interestingly, I uh, to, in order to be able to get an audience with Casey Frank, who didn't pick up for us yesterday, I had to go on Hoopheads last <laughs> night uh, on on SENZ at nine thirty uh, to talk to him. And his actually, Casey Frank's got a really good take. He thinks what LeBron James is going to do is he's going to take next year off and get his body right. So he's going to just have a year off, he's going to train, he's going to maybe have the surgery he needs on his foot, get his foot right, and then when Bronny gets drafted, he'll go wherever Bronny's drafted because he'll be a free agent, not worried about the money, to play with Bronny for that year. That's what Casey Frank reckons that'd he'll pretty, do. That'd be, and that'd be pretty cool. Let's be, let's be real, you know, like get a chance um, to play with your son at, at the back end of your career. Was, well, I remember, I remember you know, thinking that, you know, if I'd, when on my professional career, get a chance to go back and play for my club, which I never did, never did get that chance to do. But um, 
mate, if he does that, then yeah, I guess I guess we won't see that Netflix movie anytime soon. It'll be two years away. Yeah, yeah, it's well, exactly. It's uh, you know, he'll be forty. Yeah, he'll be forty. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. All right. Uh, um, so yeah, we've got that to talk about. We'll talk more about that uh, throughout the day, and uh, just quietly, there might be a question and uh, quizzy about that as well. Uh, just as a heads up, but right now it's time for this. Can't wait. Question of the day. Can't wait question of the day. How good is this? Um, there has uh, There's a story out of Australia, uh, which I'm, I'm loving, um, and this is to do with state of origin. We've been talking about it all week. But New South Wales captain, James Tedesco, is going to be honoured uh, by the local pub in his hometown of Camden, which is called, at the moment, the Plough and Harrow. But Tui's, who are one of the sponsors in New South Wales, are rebranding the hotel for the length of origin from the day of game one through to the uh, day of game three of origin as the Tedesco Inn. So they're they're naming the local pub after him, the Tedesco Inn. And how good is this as well? They're going to donate every uh, donate fifty cents to the local team, the Camden Rams, the local club, which is Teddy's uh, junior rugby league club. They're going to donate fifty cents to the Camden Rams for every schooner of two he sold. At the, at the Tedesco Inn during that time as well. So great fundraiser for them and a great way to recognise uh, the captain of New South Wales, Kempe, which got us thinking, who would you name a pub after? Uh, who would you rename your local after, given that James Tedesco has, has got the Tedesco Inn? Kempe, who would you name your, rename your local after? What, what is your local? The, the Elbow Room? Or what is it? Oh, no, 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 no. The uh, pub that I go to up in, I call it the Twisted Sister, but it's a Twisted Rose yeah. um, up on Ponsonby Road there. It's a good little good mate of mine, Phil, that uh, owns that bar. He used to own Whiskey Bar. So he's put in a, a nice little pub up there. Um, and I go up there and have a beer with him every now and then. But, uh, mate, it, got, it actually got me thinking about some of the good good pubs. And most of the good pubs that I've been to are actually in the UK. Yeah, you know, so yeah, you know, pubs well. Australia, Australia's got some good pubs. They're more beachy, um, you know, like the one in Newcastle, which was great when I was there. It was called the Beaches, obviously, because it was right on Merriweather Beach, and you know, Sunday sessions there were folklore. Um, but you know, it's when you got to to England, and you know, you had the Horse and Hound and those type of pubs. Um, mate, the best one that I ever went to was called the Cock and Bull. You know? Oh yeah, and I I would sort of if it was me naming a pub would sort of be around that type of name where you know it was you know obviously you can you can put all sorts of different terminologies around it but you know if you're gonna if you're gonna open up a bar and you were gonna name it after a sportsman or someone that play playing sport you know mate you come up with a good one for Izzy. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to call it? Uh, the dag, the dagger, uh, the dag arms. What are we? What are you thinking? I mean, uh, we want to hear from you. Double eight, double three, double eight, double three. What are you going to uh, rename, or who are you going to rename? Uh, who are you going to rename your local pub after? That's what we want to know. Given that Tedesco's got the Tedesco in for the length of origin, uh, we've got a mate of Kempe's on the phone out of Christchurch, Wayne Kerr. Welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning, guys. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. And yourself? Yeah, good. Uh, just for a, a, a bar name, I'd, I'd like to call it uh, the National Rugby League Wearing Hole. And uh, the slogan can be, your player safety is paramount. 
and and why would you why would you use that, Wayne? Well, they've got getting in trouble, Tony. You know that. <laughs> and yourself, did you get in much trouble when you were sort of playing the game? I've never played a game. No. I just sit on the wall and, and watch them actually stuff things up, Tony. And who are you supporting in Origin? Tedesco? And is Tedesco in? New South Wales. You are a New South Welshman. Yeah. Oh, is he be happy about that? Because there's not many of them in this place. Um, and, and and that watering hole, what what would be the criteria to allow blokes in? Like, would you? Is it is it like a you got to have your your jerseys on? Is it a sports bar? What sort of bar is it? Leave the phone at the door. Leave your phone, mate. There you go, big dog. Like it. Like hey, it. Wayne. Just while you're there, do you just do you just want to tell the story of how you met Tony Kemp? Is, is this safer on air? Well, Tony, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I was at the races last year. And uh, you were in one, weren't you? I was in a race. No, I've seen you in the crowd, mate. You were having a hell of a time. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. 100% <laughs> I, was there. I was down there for the... Was that the record and, uh, Was that the race day, Canterbury um, Cup down there, was it? Yeah, you remember that little altercation? Down there? No, I can't. Which one was that? <laughs> How many altercations did you have down there? <laughs> the one when the dagger got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was gonna... Good morning, brothers. Oh, look at him. He's up. He's up. And I was, I was thinking to myself, too, Dagger, he's got to try and phone in this morning. Where'd you get that voice from, brother? I was like, <laughs> And I had to think then. I was thinking, mate, did I actually get in trouble? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, boys, I'm listening. Have a good day, eh? Love your work. Oh, good stuff, man. Are we, we going to hear from you when we've got Victor on? Yeah, I'll, I'll call him anywhere. All right, sounds good. We'll hear from you again then. Oh, Get back to good. sleep. Yeah, too good. Rest up, brother. Rest up. Izzy Dag, uh, special guest on the show this morning. Uh, 624. Here Cares. Come on. It's a stitch up. <laughs> Massive stitch up. <laughs> Keep your text coming through on that. Who would you rename your local pub after after James Tedesco's local pub in Camden named them so renamed themselves the Tedesco and let us know double eight double three or O eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. You're listening to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.